This is Children's Hour, coming to you from AWR Ghana, Voice of Hope. AWR Ghana, Voice of Hope. With you in mind, we have programs such as Bible Verses, Recitals, story time, singing, and many more just for you. Stay tuned.
My name is Tepeka Fuyao, and I'm a student of Valley University Basic School. My Bible text will be taken from Psalm 27, verse 4. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that may I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, and to behold in the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. Psalm 30, verse 5b. Weeping me endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Amen. My name is Carol Jessibuchi. I'm from Valley View University Basic School. My memory verse is taken from Isaiah chapter 43, verse 3. But I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 14, verse 8. O hope of Israel, its Savior in time of distress. Amen. Carol Jessiboche is my name. I'm from Valley View University Basic School. My memory verse is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. Therefore, whatever we do, we should do all to the glory of God. 1 John chapter 1, verses 9. When we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us from all our unrighteousness. Rebecca Nancy is my name. I'm from Valley University Basic School. Psalm 136 verse 1. Give thanks to the Lord for his good, for his mercies endures forever. Amen. Matthew 7 verse 7. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Amen. Daniel Alabi Bote is my name, and I'm from Valley View University Business School. My memory verse is John 14, 14. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world, but that he gave his only begotten son. But whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. My name is Bright Ponyagaguku. And I'm a student of Valley View University Basic School. My text will be taken from Acts 10, verse 15. Do not call anything impure that the Lord has made pure. My second text will be taken from Revelation 20, verse 20. Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. My name is Daniel Kwame Bidiako. I am seven years old. My main verse is taken from Acts 10 verse 34 to 35. God does not show favoritism, but accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what's right. Amen. My name is Eto Donko. I'm nine years old. My memory test is taken from Hebrews 10:25. Let us not give up meeting. Together our some are in. Let us encourage one another, and all the more the day approaching. Amen.
Hello listener, welcome to Storytime. My name is Elike Masak, and the title of my story is The Call of Jeremiah. The Call of Jeremiah. Among those who wept at the death of King Josiah was Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah. Perhaps the same Hilkiah who found the book of the law in the temple treasure chest. Jeremiah and Josiah must have been about the same age because Josiah was 21 when God called Jeremiah to be a prophet. These two young men grew up together with the same hopes and ideas. They worked together trying to remove all idol worship and bring the people back to God. No wonder Jeremiah cried when his good friend died. As a boy, Jeremiah never dreamed he would be a prophet when he grew up. He didn't want to be one. He loved the Lord and hoped to serve him as a faithful priest like his father. But to be a prophet like Elijah, Elisha or Isaiah, oh no, he wasn't thinking of a job like that. But God had his eye on this boy. He saw that Jeremiah was faithful in his work. He was a boy who could be trusted. One day, God spoke to him and said something very surprising. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Jeremiah found this hard to believe and begged to be excused, just as Moses, when God called him at the burning bush. Ah, sovereign Lord, Jeremiah said, I do not know how to speak. I'm only a child. But God put his hand on Jeremiah's mouth and said, Now I have put my words in your mouth. This was an even more wonderful experience that, than Isaiah's calling. Because though Isaiah's lips were touched by a life goal from the altar, Jeremiah's lips were touched by the finger of God. Then God said to this rather bashful young man, See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down and destroy and overthrow to build and to plant. Jeremiah didn't feel like pulling down or destroying anything. He would rather have a more peaceful life and he didn't like talking to people, crowds frightening him. God understood patiently. He said, do not be terrified by them. There was no need for fear. Today he said to the Lord, I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, against the king of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you, for I am with you, and I rescue you. Wonderful promise. What more could God offer to do for this young man? He wanted in his service. God promised he would take away all Jeremiah's fears, all his feelings of weakness, and made his sagging backbone like an arm pillar. He would make him like a city with bronze walls, which no enemy could break down. And through the darkest days, God would be with him to deliver him. Jeremiah accepted his call and became one of the greatest prophets of all times. Perhaps someday God will call you to work for him. If he does, remember his promises to Jeremiah. Let his fingers touch your lips. Let his words be your words.
and don't be afraid of people. Do not be terrified by them, for God will be with you always to, de to deliver you. The lesson I learned from this story is that if we are ready to serve God with all our heart, He will help us do His work well. Until next time, bye-bye for now. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 26th of March 2017 to the 28th of October 2017, our new frequency for our summer broadcast would be 11880 kHz. Thank you. To contact us, write to Adventist World Radio Ghana, Valley View University, P.O. Box AF595, Adventure Accra, or call us on Plus two three three two four four six seven two five two eight or plus two three three two zero eight seven zero four five three two or email us at radio at vvu dot edu dot gh.
Welcome, my dear friend, once again to the Moment of Truth. It is your humble servant, James Obinla Ajike. And today we are going to look at a topic, He's at the door. He's at the door. I want to welcome my children once again to this wonderful time. I will tell you a story. And its story can be found in the Bible, in the Gospel according to Luke, Luke chapter 14. Luke chapter 14. One Sabbath, Jesus was invited to the home of a Pharisee for dinner. The Pharisee had invited other important teachers and lawyers. This wasn't to be an ordinary dinner. This was to be a sacred feast. Let's celebrate because we are the people whom God has chosen to be saved, said the Pharisee. Of all the people living on earth, we are the ones who will sit at the table in heaven with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Moses. So the Pharisees were saying, Just think, a guest added, Our enemies will have to stand outside heaven and look in while we visit with Abraham and Moses. They will see us eating at God's table. That is what one of the Pharisees was saying. The Pharisee had the dinner prepared before Sabbath. All he had to do was ask his guest to sit down, eat, and visit. He sat at the head of the table with Jesus beside him. The guests wanted to know what kind of young man this Jesus was. So the Pharisee encouraged Jesus to talk. During the conversation, Jesus said, When you give a dinner, don't invite your important friends or relatives or your rich neighbors, hoping that they will invite you to their homes. If they invite you, then you will be fully repaid for your meal. No, when you give a party, invite the poor people, the crippled, the deaf, and the blind. If you invite them, you have real happiness. For these people cannot repay you by inviting you to dinner. But God himself will reward you. The guests didn't like to think about what they should be doing to help people. They would rather talk about being in heaven. One might try to act holy. He looked up at the ceiling and exclaimed, Oh, what happiness it would be to eat bread in the kingdom of heaven. The other guest nodded and said quietly, Yes, yes, indeed. Of course, Jesus wanted them to be in heaven, but he also knew that first, they would have to learn to be unselfish. They would have to learn to love their neighbors. Jesus told them this story. Once upon a time, a very rich man invited many people to a great feast. I will come, said each friend. I will be there. During the next few weeks, the man was very busy preparing and planning for the feast. He wanted it to be the very best feast that had ever been given. He kept his servants busy cooking delicious things to eat and decorating the dining hall. On long tables, they placed the finest silver and gold dishes. Huge plates of foods were placed here and there. Around the tables, they put soft coaches where guests could lie down while eating. The man made the hall beautiful with fountains of colored water. He hired musicians to play soft music during the feast. Everything was set for the occasion. In those days, people did not have calendars or clock. So when the feast was ready, the man sent a servant to call the guests. All the things are ready for the great feast, he called. Come and enjoy it. Then each person who had accepted the rich man's invitation began to make an excuse. They started singing a song, I cannot come, I cannot come to the banquet. I cannot come right now. I have married a wife. She has bought me a cow. They started making so many excuses. I can't come, I can't come. Oh, brother, exclaimed the friend, I cannot come. 
I have just bought five pairs of oxen. So many excuses they were making. At every home where the servants stopped, the people who pretended to be the rich man's friend made excuses for not coming to the great feast. When the servant returned, he saw the banquet hall bright with light. Huge dishes of food were on the tables. The good smell of freshly baked bread and cakes filled the room. The man was deeply hurt when the people who had first accepted his invitation did not come. He knew that the excuses really meant, I have something else I would rather do. I do not want to come to your dinner. The man looked at the food on the tables. Hurry, he said to his servant, quickly go out to the streets of the town. Invite the poor people, the crippled, the blind, and the lame people. Bring them into the feast. The servants hurried out. Gladly, thankfully, the poor, the hungry, the crippled, the blind, the lame people, everybody who was deprived, they came. But the man looked down the long table. He saw there were still many empty places. Again, he called the servant. Hurry out into the country roads and into the lanes and urge everyone you find to come. I want my house filled with people. The servants did as they were told. Soon all the places of the tables were occupied with excited hungry guests. The house was full. And everybody enjoyed. The guests enjoyed visiting with the kind rich man. And Jesus paused in his story. He looked around the Pharisees, the teachers, the lawyers. His voice was sad as he added, Not one, no, not one of the people who had so rudely refused the great man's kind invitation ever tasted any of that delicious dinner. My dear little friend, my wonderful friends, the Bible tells us in Revelation chapter 3 verse 20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will soup with him and he with me. Constantly Jesus is knocking at our door. He's inviting us to come, to open the door so that he can come in and soup with us. Are we ready and willing to open that door for him so that we can enjoy with him? Heaven is the place where Jesus is going to take us to. But the fact is, are we ready to go there? My dear friend, I'm encouraging you to make yourself available. That when he knocks, we open and he will come in and soup with us. It is my heart desire that we do that in Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we pray? Father, thank you so much for giving us an opportunity to open our door, our hearts for you to come in. Please come in and dwell with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us once again. You can reach us on plus two three three two zero eight seven zero four five three two or plus two three three zero three zero seven zero five one zero five eight or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana P.O. Box AF 595 Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana We will expect your feedback 
This is a special announcement. Starting from the 26th of March 2017 to the 28th of October 2017, our new frequency for our summer broadcast would be 11880 kHz. Thank you. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hands be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now.